Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Which came out kind of funny this morning. Not sure why. Ah, well, it was like the second espresso capsule didn't produce as much liquid as I expected. Could be the thing needs to be cleaned out. Uh, it also sat for a couple days because I'm back. Uh, today is Tuesday, September 27th and uh, back from our mini break. <coughs> if you're on video, you saw that I'd go over and ring the chimes and come back and sit down because I'm also podcasting much later in the morning. It's um, it's about 9 20. Uh, I slept in until 6 45. Uh, which is a rarity for me. Those of you who listen frequently, diligently, loyally. Uh, yeah, um, I was tired. I was tired of, um, not tired of, you know, tired from finishing the book. Um, I did get it uploaded. Woo. Thank you for all the candles that I know you all lit. Um, yeah so let's see where we last left our heroine it was friday and i was doing the out loud proofing and it was um yeah it was quite the the marathon um i worked i can tell you on friday well so so you heard me on thursday finishing stuff that's right so friday i proofed out loud from eight in the morning until five which probably actually nine I lied nine in the morning until five um which I know sounds like a regular nine to five job right but I did my podcast and stuff early um and also it was almost six hours of (laughs) of reading my fucking book out loud um Fortunately, the book made me laugh. I was laughing a lot. This one's funny. And I sent it to my audiobook narrator. I know I'm jumping ahead here in the story, but um, sent it to her once it was finished on Saturday and she started prepping and uh, wrote me back saying, Oh my God, the banter between these two. It's very fun that way. Uh, so, you know, one thing about out loud proofing and especially under the wire like that as I kept thinking of stuff that I should maybe change but so it goes you always do that. Uh, so I knocked off at five because I was just tired and I had hoped to send it for formatting on Friday to give myself a buffer day but I decided it was more important to take the time and read it carefully and all of that. So on Saturday I did two more hours first thing in the morning um, from about 8 to 10 20. All of these I like read for an hour and then take a break. So my average break is is pretty much half an hour and then I but on Saturday I popped off and I went and had brunch with my writer friends um, Katie Lane and Minerva Spencer and that was delightful. That was a, a wonderful break. It was amazing weather so I got to be out in the convertible and it was like oh I'm leaving the house. <laughs> So yeah, that was, that was fabulous and it was a good break and I got back home 
um, we can see. Oh, and then I did one more hour from basically two to three and got, got her finished and sent off for, to the formatter. Um, and then Sunday morning, David and I were packing up to go down to end of the mountain gods for our mini break. And I was going to get down there and get online. But then right before we left, um, the formatted book arrived. And so I asked David, I mean, we were literally getting in the car when I got the message from Kareem. And so I asked David, if he minded waiting 15 minutes and he was fine with that being the patient and loving husband that he is. So we, I went and downloaded it, um, from the formatter and uploaded it, uploaded it, did it. I noticed on the transcript that sometimes the vowel, the consonants repeat like on self published. I'll see if it did it this time. It's like, do I have a slight stutter? I've never noticed this before, but I notice on things like that when I say uploaded it. Anyway, uh, I got it up everywhere. Fingers crossed that all's good. It looks good. I got the print version up on Amazon. So if you, uh, like to buy from the big river, uh, you can order the print version and you can also order it through my website and I need to get it up in other places. Um, an interesting point, uh, one of the Faro gals, I've referenced the Faro discord sometimes. Uh, sent me pictures from the ripped bodice of my books on the bookshelf and they had orchid throne edge of the blade and maybe it wasn't, I was going to say they had one of, no, they did. They had one of my indie books. They had the golden Griffin and the bear prince. So I'm pretty sure that's because they got it from Ingram and I really need to go through and just upload all of my books to Ingram. I feel like I make so few sales through there, but there are some, um, and I'm also going to bite the bullet and upload all of my print books to Barnes and Noble, which I have refused in principle because they want a separate ISBN. And I mean, it's really a, um, Oh, what's the phrase I want? I can't think of it. Like when you're, um, saving money for a stupid reason. What is it? Okay. Google didn't save me, but then I remembered a false economy. It's a false economy. Uh, because I think the last batch of ISBNs I bought, they only cost like six bucks each. And you know, I spay, I'll, I'll buy Starbucks for that much. Right. That's our, uh, our measure of, of frivolity, right? seems to have become the gold standard for frivolity because after all you can buy, uh, you can make your own latte at home for much less and you don't need to, nobody needs to go to Starbucks. Although I can tell you, I need to go to Starbucks. I don't think I told you all when I was at Worldcon, I had gotten into my routine of, you know, going for a walk first thing in the morning, which always helps ground me and gets me outside before the conference day and get some exercise in and bonus. If I'm in a city, I can walk to the nearest Starbucks, which is a treat for me since uh, longtime listeners will know that I don't 
go to Starbucks unless I'm like in town because I'm 20 minutes from town. So uh, if I decide I want Starbucks while I'm home, it's like, I, it, yeah, like 18. But, you know, so we just say 20 minutes to drive to Starbucks. Who knows how long in the drive up line? I guess I could order ahead, but then 20 minutes back home. And so by the time I've navigated all that, it's an hour, an hour of my day to buy a latte that I don't need. So it's a special treat when I'm in the city. And when I was at Worldcon, I got to have a pumpkin spice latte every day. And that made me very happy. Uh, but on the last day I was there that Sunday morning, I walked down to my local Starbucks, my local, <laughs> my new, my new local. And they had a sign on the window saying that it was, that it was broken, that there was an emergency and they were working to fix it. And there was a guy inside, but, um, yeah, who knows, who knows what the Starbucks emergency was. It was not a, um, strike. I, I would not cross a strike line. But so then I had to like map out other Starbucks and it's downtown Chicago, right on the riverfront. There are a lot of Starbucks, but I ended up getting kind of skunked because the next one I went to was in the next closest was inside of an office building, which was shut up for the weekend. So that one was closed. Um, one beef I have with the Starbucks app is that the store hours are never accurate. So then I went to the next closest one and I couldn't find it. I like kept circling and it kept telling me to go into like this building lobby, uh, that was clearly residential. And I'm like, well, fuck, is it like inside here somewhere, you know, like private food court or something. I don't know about city living. So I go in and, uh, there was a very nice gentleman at the reception desk. I mean, it was definitely high class. And I said, I'm guessing that there's not really a Starbucks here. And I mean, like without missing a beat, he said, no, actually there's not. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm thinking I'm not the first person to come in. He says, it's because the L stop is right here. And there's a pop-up Starbucks, um, right at the corner on weekdays. Uh, but not now. And he said, you could go to the one up on Wacker. And I'm like, Oh, but they're closed. It's broken. And he's like, okay, okay. And then he told me this other one that was just like two blocks down from where I was. So hooray. And there were two Starbucks at that intersection, like on diametric corners. So I, at last I was like, ah, got my Starbucks, walked back. And as I get back up to the corner, near where the broken Starbucks is, there's this couple standing on the corner and they like radar in on my Starbucks cup. And they're like, where did you find a Starbucks? <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. So I sent them to the intersection with the two Starbucks and they're like, thank you. And I'm like, I totally get it. That's uh, it's an addiction. I, I don't know. Anyway, despite all of that, uh, evidence to the contrary, nobody actually needs Starbucks. Uh, five, $6 for an ISBN. See, I brought the story around, uh, does not, uh, it's not a significant impact. It just makes me mad because you, sh you need a different ISBN for each format. So you need an ISBN for ebook and an ISBN for print. And this is, I can talk about why I do my own ISBNs because inevitably there's somebody who's like, you can just get a free one. 
and they say it in exactly that voice i swear to god uh but anyway the the point is is that and you need different isbn for audiobooks say each format barnes and noble does not need a separate isbn for their print books as opposed to like the print through amazon or through ingram fuckers so it annoys me so i have resisted doing it and i'm just going to stop resisting because i think it would be worth it to to have those books available through barnes and noble because i think barnes and noble does a lot better sales on print it will be interesting to see i will report if i remember the reason i do my own isbn's is that they are registered to me to bright links publishing which is um my own self-publishing service um service company um <coughs> you don't need to name yourself publishing company i think some people do it in order to obscure the fact that they are self-publishing like that dork that dm'd me saying we would like you it's like it's there's no we we know it's you you self-publishing your books just there's no shame in self-publishing just freaking own it right so <laughs> so but i started using bright links publishing really for a number of reasons but basically it was because i had had that that company that identity set up for a long time it's um bright links lynx uh and i used to have this cool logo of like link sleeping through a sun because i did a lot of database work back in the day and so my cpa wanted me to have a company I, it, i'm just an llc um to oh, oh no actually not an llc i'm a sole proprietor i take it back um just to give it um i don't know more it, it, she thought it looked better to the irs and that way i could sort of divide out my income streams too so when i started self-publishing books it was just natural to use bright links a lot of things you all may not actually care about but there it is um so if you use the free isbn from barnes and noble or from amazon or any of these other places where it's like oh you can get it for free it shows them as the publisher the isbn is registered to them as the publisher and and when people argue with me in their nasally snotty voices about this and say yeah but it's free and it doesn't matter nobody cares it's like oh maybe nobody cares i care i actually care about this um if i'm going to self-publish my books i want the publication to be registered to me and dorinda and i have talked about this and she's exactly the same it's like no i don't want it to look like barnes and noble published it i published it i'm the one who fronted all the money i'm the one who did all the work I'm the one who paid the extra six dollars for Barnes and Noble to have their own freaking ISBN or haven't yet but I will so yeah it may not matter it may not ever come up um but that's that's why I do what I do so which is why it's silly if I'm determined to not do the free, free ISBN and I want to uh you know pay to have my ISBN my own ISBNs registered to me on the on my books then I should not 
engage in the false economy of defying Barnes and Noble just to defy them. Um, so I have a lot of things that I need to do that way business wise. I need to get that stuff set up. Um, I took yesterday off because I um well was at in on the mountain gods and then we drove back and um, my mouse had broken my wireless mouse so I had to go buy a new one bought cat food something I'd been needing to do and oh and then break out the angel chorus again I got our taxes all sent in <laughs> it's only September 26 what why are you scoffing um <laughs> and Dorinda who is clearly my soulmate in many things was also working on getting her sent in to her go. So that's done and I decided um Dorinda and I are meeting up again tomorrow to start in on the new books and I'm taking today to catch up on um bright links business. See, it sounds so much more official right Yeah. um and Sifwa business had a couple of fires that I had to put out yesterday and one of them is it's not a fire it's a smolder uh, but I missed calls with people and I've got a couple meetings this afternoon so we'll get those things handled and I'll go back to being a responsible president um, and then shadow wizard comes out Thursday. I know that people have already been getting review copies. There's me biting my nails which I would never do because I pay too much to keep them pretty. Um, yeah so so that's where I'm at with things uh, generally feeling pretty good. I don't think I'm feeling too creatively drained from all that. We'll see when I start punching the clock on this new book um, but I'll be glad to get a lot of this businessy stuff handled. Oh uh, also I believe that the um, the tides of Bara no let's see forests of Drew audiobook is out today. So that's the fourth in the Sorceress Moons books the audiobooks coming from Scrivener. So check that out. I know some of you have been waiting for that and yes I do want to get bonds of magic on Scrivener. I know a couple of you have asked uh, I need to do that. One other thing on the website store I'm going to try to put a note on there but I used to have a couple of options on the website store you could buy with PayPal or with stripe and that was how my web designer had set it up and stripe suspended my account because some scammer was using it to test credit cards. So basically they were trying to send me like a dollar at a time on credit card numbers that they had stolen testing to see if anyone would notice that their credit cards have been stolen. Uh, so I mean there were like hundreds of these transactions. So stripe watching it suspended the account and then sent me this long list of instructions for my web designer on how to make it more secure and I said to my web designer well you know I'm I'm of two minds of this. I don't know if this is going to be a lot of work to fix. Um, I have very very few transactions via stripe. Most of them are via PayPal but now PayPal is turning out to be so evil that maybe we should keep stripe and then I finally got a reply like two weeks later 
uh, from one of the minions, not from my web designer herself, but a minion who said, uh, I've removed Stripe from your store. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I guess we made that decision. But there are a couple people out there I know who are not using PayPal. If you aren't, just contact me or assistant Kareen and we can do a workaround. Uh, I've done that with one person already and it worked fine where I just invoice through Zelle. So if you're using Zelle, we could do that. I don't know if we can make it easy through the store, but we can just work it out between us and then Green will send you the book. Um, I don't think there will be very many of you, but if anyone knows of a better option than this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm willing. So anyway, um, oh, I'm going to do laundry today. It's exciting. You guys, you have no idea. All right. I will talk to you all on Thursday and you all take care. Bye-bye.